Hello. We're, it's, we're oh, live. Yeah. It's Rabbit Girl. Hi. I kind of met you at Catholic Palooza. Your name is Nicole. And tell me how you came from being in Chicago to being at Catholic Palooza. And then we were like missing each other. I know. I know. Um, well, I, um, I don't know, somehow on Instagram, I got whatever connected, like through, I don't know, following Brian or some of the other people slowly, slowly. And, um, and then I just saw the, you know, the call go out and I was like, well, I'm going to get tickets. Like, even if I don't end up going, at least like I'm supporting it, but then it all worked out and I was able to go and like get a little vendor table and. So that's what happened. And here we are. You found out about it through Brian? Probably. Sort of. Well, see, Brian, Brian got on Instagram and then he had like three friends. And now, you know, those friends are just spreading. And now it's like all these thousands, literally thousands of Catholics. Right. Knowing mm -hmm. each other to hanging out and partying all weekend for the first Palooza and you were there now. Um, how long were you born Catholic? Yes. Okay. And got baptized when you were a baby. Yep. Yep. And also Con confirm the whole thing. Being born Catholic to uh, get into the Palooza part. Yeah. Well, um, it's kind of funny because I wasn't really like super Catholic. Um, you know, growing up, I was kind of like got to like a place of being agnostic and just didn't really feel like the church spoke to me. And that kind of was the case, like varying degrees. Like I'd go to like maybe Easter, Christmas, mass. Um, and then when I was um, about 33, so like five years ago, I had um, like what started like, some religious spiritual experiences that kind of like, you know, changed my life really because my kids like weren't even doing religious ed mm -hmm. at the time. And it, and it went from nothing to like, I had all three of my sons in religious ed. I became like a, a religious ed teacher at the church. Um, so it really kind of set the things in motion. And then um, about a year ago, I had gotten another divine message about, you know, doing a, a project like for food security around rabbits. And. You mean like eating rabbits? Yeah. Yeah. Raising food or for pets. Yeah. For food. That's what it started out as. Like I would, I, um, bought three rabbits, like two girls and a boy. And the idea was, that those were going to be like the the pets already, right? Yeah, like a little little throuple, um, and I was going to have them as kind of like the pets, and then the babies I would like either sell or, you know, figure out how to process and all that stuff because like in Chicago, I don't know about like chickens, you know, having like permits, right? Like this all came to me after the message because the message was like, here's the name you're going to, you know, find some rabbits and you're going to breed them and you're going to like tell other people about it. Resurrection rabbits. Yes. There's like a little bit of a delay between like, 
when I can hear you. So I'm sorry. Oh no, it's not your fault. It's YouTube's. Um, yeah. So I, uh, like thought, you know, as I kind of got deeper into the research that like, it isn't a bad idea because you could put rabbits in a spare room. People like have sheds, people put them in their garage. They put them on a back porch. And, but they're like you pets know. to some people, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I got a friend. I got one friend. Her name is um, Amanda Marcelli. Mm -hmm. And it's rabbits like kitty cats. Yes. Lindsay, that's a homesteader. And she got there with an axe. Wow. Yeah. And barbecue them and grill them and everything and eat them and yeah so they can they're a, sor a cheaper source of food than going to the grocery store and you know buying right steak for a family of eight she got eight kids oh wow yeah god bless yeah. so what's yeah. rabbit so what rabbit what how does a rabbit taste i've never had rabbit okay i haven't either <laughs> So, so long story short, or I guess part of the long story short, um, the two girls passed away and it was really sad and unfortunate. I feel like the breeder that I found, because I, I had picked the breed that I wanted. I wanted, um, what's called an American chinchilla because they're like, they were kind of getting to be like towards the endangered mark. So there's kind of like a push to bring them back. And also they were raised initially like bred for meat and fur. And I liked that idea because I thought, well, you know, maybe I figure out how to do that or find, you know, friends that do that. Um, but I ended up going like from Chicago to Louisiana for um, a rabbit farm and kind of, I think, didn't maybe get the best like breeders of rabbits. So um, the one girl passed away, like she had uh, her first litter and they were all like um, stillborn, which was really sad, but like a learning experience. And then she got sick and passed away. And the other girl like had some sort of infection in March. So she was like put down by the vet, which was like totally not the rabbit farmer thing to do. So like, I'm kind of like in this, like, little gray niche area of like, I have them as pets and like, I love them. But then like this passion project is, you know, slowly getting legs because like I found breeders in Chicago with the same breed and, you know, I want to like start over again with a new crop of rabbits. So basically at this point I have the, the one original boy rabbit who is going to be the daddy for all the bunnies. And then I got him a new girlfriend because like pet rabbits kind of need a friend if they're going to be like happy together. And, and I kind of, you know, like saved Ronnie's life. Like he's like got it really good now, like from a Louisiana, like Cajun rabbit farm with like messed up teeth to like, now he's like a free range, like house bunny. Like you said, it, they're like cats. So they like are litter trained and really? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they have me, a litter box. A quick question before I forget. I was yeah. talking about five. But, um, how do you kill a rabbit when it's her time? Do you get the kids to do it or what? Okay, so I still haven't killed any <laughs> because 
um, you know, whatever they, they passed away, but I've researched it. Some people, the old school, like one of the old school things is they like, will get, um, kind of like a noose and they'll put the rabbit in it and yank it really hard to break its neck. The, the neck breaking is like the most common way of doing it, but there's a, di- yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. But I mean, you know, I don't know. <laughs> it feels like I'm getting my cat. I know, I know. I know. Right, right. Um, but there's a device, yeah. there's something called a hopper popper. <laughs> Ooh, what? I was going to decapitate my pet dog and see how he tastes. No. Uh, um. Okay, now. Peter's cringing right about now, Michael says. <laughs> right back before when you were agnostic, I want to ask you what it's like to be agnostic because I'm going to tell you something. Um, you know how some believers struggle with maybe lust or greed or something? Yeah. I with belief in God. That That's something that I do struggle with because there's some times almost daily, well, I say, this stuff ain't real. There ain't no God. God don't yeah. talk to me. Uh, my wife says, won't you talk to God about us? I've been talking to him 60 years, and he said a damn word back. You know, so yeah. common sense tells you I'm talking to him. He ain't said one word to me. Not one word. I've said millions of words. I've yelled at him. I've praised him, I've thanked him, I've loved him, I've worshipped him. He ain't said a single word to me. Now, I got some friends when I used to be Pentecostal, you know, those churches by the airport where they, you know, mm-hmm. now they God every day out loud, but I never heard from God. They said they heard from God. But what's it like to be an agnostic? Do you ever worry about, like, if I die, is there anything else? Yeah, I guess it felt pretty like bereft and desolate at the time. Like um, I think I was like in high school and college and having like the influence of like other kids around that, you know, considered themselves. To be agnostic or whatever. Pardon? To be agnostic. You just birds of a feather fought together. So there's like everybody feels way. So, yeah, but it but it was just yeah, it wasn't a good feeling. It was really I guess, you know, I probably like believed in the afterlife, but I was I was really like lost and like more interested in reading about other religions. Like I looked into Hinduism and Buddhism. Um I don't know, my stuff froze on my end. <laughs> Maybe people do it all. they tap their that they'll talk with their hands. At their screen and their screen to go away. And a lot of times, oh. it comes back. It happens with every guest. Oh, um, okay. Well, what what was the thing that that jump started your belief in the church again, in Jesus or whatever? What was there an event or? Yeah, I um had a. Um, well, this is so weird. Is it still frozen? Yeah, but this is really a podcast. So okay. Okay. I won't worry about it. Um, yeah. so, uh, so, if, so I guess, yeah, I, um, 
what what got me kind of out of the agnostic belief, I guess, well, I mean, it probably was like the religious experiences that I was having, like when I got older. Were they visions or? Yeah, it was like, um, like a lot of um, signs and like visions. So like um, my mom passed away when I was 17 and, you know, people say like, you know, when someone, a relative passes, you know, they might get a message from them and kind of stuff like that. So I felt like. You're a message, Nicole. Yeah. Or a message from God to me, from my son that died in May. Did you know that? Yeah. No, tell me. Well, you tell me. And I'm sorry for your loss. Thank you. It's Brian's brother, Lee. But I'll tell my story where you fit. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, so, pardon, what did you say? We're on the same page. You know, your mother was 17, and somehow God, you know, did something, so let's hear it. Yeah, so so I'd been in a bunch of car accidents, too, like starting when I was 15, and I um, had broken my collarbone, and then I had another one um, right after my mother passed where I was T-boned with my sister, and, like, you know, had a collapsed lung and broken ribs and all this stuff. And like a few other ones after that, like all like rapid fire, like young adult teenager. And so by the time I was in college and stuff, I kind of started like flirting around like this idea in my head of like the fact that I have auto angels. Okay. Like, like in, in the car, I'm like divinely protected at this point because there, there were, you know, like additional close calls and you know, whatever. And, and it was like, I mean, miracles, right? Like miracles upon miracles upon miracles. And, um, and also I would get like amazing parking spots too. So I had kind of already like come around to like, okay, I've got these angels, whatever, but it was kind of a joke. And, um, and when I kind of had the first, like, whatever meeting with, um, our blessed mother, I was in, um, I was taking a bath and I had just, you know, decided I was going to pray. I don't, I, I felt like, I don't know, things were going on. Um, but I was still like dabbling in like, um, you know, I don't know, not satanic, but like more occult type, you know, like candle stuff that wasn't really like, you know, I, I could have been burning like seven day candles to, you know, to our own saints, but like, um, I just didn't have that sort of faith at the time. And so in the bath, I had a meeting with Mary and it was like, we were in this beautiful clearing and I was kind of like at her feet, like, you know, kneeling and like crying a little bit. And, and like, we had this, you know, talk and she gave me like things to do. And I just started graduate school. Um, so I had like this gung ho dream of like, I was going to become this like girl boss CEO, like totally like, you know, go the direction of like corporate soulless, whatever. Like I wanted to make the money. And like one of the things she said was, you know, she wanted me to like devote my professional life, my career to her. And I was like, well, great timing. Like I just signed up for like a quarter million dollar graduate program my gal, but you know, okay, like I'll go to catholicjobs.com. I gotcha. Right. You're, Pardon me? You're taking yeah. the bath. Yeah. Bam. 
the Virgin Mary's in the bathroom? No, no, like in my mind. Like, in you know mind? how you kind of, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, like more like a, a daydream kind of, you know, like, like if you just close your eyes and you see it kind of in there. Yeah, kind of like Joseph had. It says that uh, the angel appeared to Joseph in a dream. You know, he had a mm. vision. But you're yeah. awake. You're awake. Do you remember what she looked like? Like was she a brunette, blonde, platinum yeah, hair? yeah, brunette, dreads, white, white, you know, robe, like like dress, like shimmering, like you know, beyond the describable type of beauty, but just you know, like I knew it wasn't imagining it because, like. I wouldn't have thought up those things. And the other thing she said was, you know, she wanted me to like stop with, um, you know, with like the, the other type of like practices with, with candles and things like that, you know, like that that's, un you know, it's like unnecessary. It's not um, what it, what I should be doing. And yeah. And so then that kind of really like changed my whole life and was she pretty? Yeah, yeah. I dreamed about her. I had a dream and all. In my dream, you know who she looked like? Who? And it was one of them dreams where you can't tell if it's a dream or you're awake or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Them, you, you ever fell asleep and couldn't tell if you're awake? You see something or hear something? You don't know if you're sleeping or but you know uh, the actress uh, Jones, you know, yeah. she, her looked exactly like her. Really? Gordon. Yeah. And she's standing right there, but she didn't say anything to me, you know. Mm. I was like, wow, man, there's uh, Catherine Zeta Jones. She's married. <laughs> but I've never had, you know, her speak to me like that. So, uh, how long was she, how long did that little visitation last? Um, I mean, it didn't feel like it lasted long enough. It was kind of like like a timeless, momentary feeling, and then you know things kind of swirled away, and I was like back, just like in the bathtub. Yeah. Um, and like a little bit, you know, after that, I I felt like um like I really connected with like God, the father in church subsequent to that. And, um, you know, and like the signs I would see would, would come like more frequently. And like, you know, it wasn't just like my mom and like my auto angels. It was like, you know, other things like, um, like the kind of confirmation where it's like, Oh, okay. You know, thank you. Yeah. I'm a nudge. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my wife calls them God winks. Right. Oh. And when my daughter died, my daughter Jennifer, Nicole, mm -hmm. Nicole, she died when she was 14 suddenly. She died on a Friday. But on Wednesday, her one of her neighbor friends, she was 14, gave her a dress, a nice dress. It was all. Um, a dark dress, like a navy blue or something, mm -hmm. with a dragonfly print on it, you know, dragonflies. And she could not wait till Sunday, Father's Day, 
that Sunday was she, I don't mean to sound bad, but she dropped dead. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Thank you. And we buried her in that dress that she loved and didn't think nothing of the dragonfly. But from that day to this, we've had so many weird, unexplainable things happen with dragonflies. Weird things that just connect and we know it's winking at us or nudging us or a comfort. It's a sign from the other side. Yeah, yeah, that she's still with us. Okay, now, you're going to think I'm lying, but you can call Brian right after we got home <laughs> ask Brian if you think I'm lying. Oh, I, I don't. When we were at Palooza last week, we went to the Hollywood Cemetery in Richmond, and it's the second oldest cemetery in the country. Mm-hmm. It's second to Arlington as far as size and everything. So... Me and Brian's up there walking around. You know, they got some presidents there and Congress and senators and governors and Confederates and all this. And there's a um, there's a pyramid. It's a, it's a Civil War Confederate thing. And we're, we're looking for something, right? You with me, Nicole? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we run into this weird-looking guy. And there's some weird weirdos hanging out in that cemetery. Oh, I bet. <laughs> okay. So this out of nowhere, this weird looking dude comes up on one of them bicycles. It's got giant tires. Uh-huh. The 10 speed bus got a tire. Yeah. You can ride him at the beach. Yeah. So we're asking him where uh, Jefferson Davis is buried. You know, the president of the Confederacy. Mm-hmm. Into talking and while we're talking to him, I noticed that the road through the cemetery has niches. In the curb, you know what niches are, like a little like cutout. Yeah, where you get cremated, and they put your urn in the niche, and then they oh. cut and they put your name and all there and decorate. So the road oh. is like the niches, and my oldest son Lee chose to be cremated, and he's buried in a niche at the cathedral where we go to church. So uh-huh. you know. It was two months ago. So anyhow, I'm asking the dude, man, you ever seen anything supernatural up here? Because the travel channel and paranormal activity, they've all done specials about the cemetery. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be on it. So he tells me, this creepy guy, he says, man, I come here every night at midnight to contact the dead or spirits, and I ain't seen about nothing, right? Wow. So I started telling him about God wings. Like you just, you know, auto angels is what you call them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, and I started telling him about my daughter and the dragonflies. And I'm trying to describe to him what what a god wink would be like using the example of the dragonfly. And guess what happened? A dragonfly. No. <laughs> I looked at the niche. And on that very niche, it's decorated with dragonflies. Car, uh, you know, it's dragonflies in the stone. Mm, mm-hmm. Those are dragonflies. I said, like that right there. <laughs> right. Daughter, right here. We 
what is the mathematical chances of walking through a a Confederate cemetery in Virginia? I'm yeah. in Alabama, run this weirdo, and you're talking about God winks. Yeah. Tell him about dragonflies, and you turn your head, and there's a dragonfly grave. Yeah. Right? So that just blew my mind. Okay, then my my son Lee that died. And I'm sorry to hog your interview, but no, 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 I love it. Your name's Nicole. My daughter's name, Jennifer Nicole. My granddaughter's name is Lala. Nicole. Okay, you're oh, Nicole. Uh-huh. Okay, check this out. About two years ago, before my oldest son got real sick, he lived in California. He's an accountant, and he had to go take classes at Stanford University. You've mm. heard of mm-hmm. so at night after work, and so. He wouldn't get out of class to about 10 o'clock at night. And if I start crying, I'm just going to walk away from the camera, okay? Okay. okay. And you talk about something because it's hard for me to talk about this. Take your time. Oh. Shit. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. So he, he comes out of the library and, and he said, he called me and said, Dad, man, there's a big ass hare. You know, you got a rabbit, then you got a hare. Which oh, is a rabbit. Yeah. Hare was waiting outside the door of the library and the hare followed me from across the street all the way from Stanford Library to my car, which mm-hmm. is about. Away. The, the rabbit shadowed him all the way to the car. And then when Lee looked over at that rabbit, that rabbit took off and he said he took off like Bugs Bunny or something. You know, yeah. Just took off. Okay. Guess what? Every night that week, when he the got rabbit. up class, that rabbit showed up and would follow him to his car. And then when he got in his car, the rabbit would take off like he wanted. My son to chase him. <gasps> this really wigged him out, you know. So yeah. when he came home from California, when he started getting sick, he came and moved into this room right here, this studio. This was his bedroom. And I noticed looking at his cell phone, you know how you put a screensaver? Is the rabbit. He Yeah, he put a rabbit on there. Okay, check this out. So... When he, when he, when he dies, he suddenly dies. Right before he died, he took me to a corn concert. You ever heard of corn? Yeah, the band, like K O R N. Yeah, corn. Yeah. Huge, huge corn fan. I'd never been. He took me to the show, mm-hmm. and once I went to the show, I became a corn fan. I just I love their music so. I was looking at corn videos on YouTube because I was missing my son and I'm watching a live corn show and there's a dude at the concert holding a big ass rabbit on the front row, a real live rabbit. Stop. (laughs) So I Google rabbit and corn so I can find that short, that YouTube short again. And I find out they got a album cover. You know what the album cover says? Now you got Matt, remember I am tore the F 
uh, like wanting to shoot myself. That's how bad I feel. And Corn had had an album with a rabbit on the cover. You know what the name of the album is? What? Begin to Heal, See You on the Other Side. So, wow. My favorite band is Corn, or his yeah. favorite example, but he's a corn, but got a rabbit on there. It says, see you on the other side. And then the, the very concert we went to was a Catholic, was named after a Catholic mass. What do they call the Catholic mass? Funeral mass? Recruit? Re oh, a requiem? A yeah, requiem? that was the name of the court that we went to right before he died. Wow. Four is let the healing begin. We got a rabbit. My son had the same mask and all this rabbit stuff. And then, of course, I go to Palooza and I mm -hmm. meet a chick called Resurrection Rabbit. Right, right. Yes, right. Named Nicole. Right. Oh, my gosh. I've seen her in my life. Yep. That, that's not just random stuff, you know. It's not. No. It's too many coincidences, and that's like two stories of 50 of because that whole Palooza last weekend, me and Brian saw stuff all week that blew our minds. Blew yeah. our minds from my daughter, my mama, my dad, and my son. We saw signs and wonders and signs and signals from the other side. It greatly brings a lot of comfort yeah when you know something is from your loved one because there ain't no way it just happened like that right this is no way you know a no. lot of stories and one more thing i could not find his guitar anywhere he had an electric guitar and i couldn't find it. i wondered you know did somebody get in my house during the funeral and steal the guitar did he give it away before he died? You know, he started giving stuff away. Mm -hmm. I found, I found the, I was digging around in the garage and uh, I found the uh, guitar. Damn, I can't find the, stand, the right stand. I finally found the stand. You know what the stand said, stenciled on it? Mm. Once I found the guitar and the stand, it said, give it a rest. It was written right across the stand. Give it a rest. Wow. The other side. Yep. Mm -hmm. Even begin. Yep. Okay. The night after Palooza. You do you know that uh, blonde-haired girl Margaret? I didn't get to see her there or meet her there, but since you know, with with all the post stuff, yeah, I, I really a, liked. She's a performer. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. Come, we're we're going through Front Royal. We're on our way to West Virginia at Palooza. Do you know about that uh, Christendom College up there in Front Royal? No. The new Catholic Cathedral and College. Oh, oh Where's, yes, I've I've kind of heard about it, but yeah, I don't know anything. She goes there. She okay. goes. We pass by it randomly, and Brian, you know, Brian's all into anything Catholic. We got to go see it. If we go to any city, he's got to go to every Catholic thing in that city. So we do a U-turn. We go to that church. We go to Mass again. 
Then we stop in this little town because I don't want to go into West Virginia at night because the interstate's like straight down and straight. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. <laughs> so we stopped at this hotel, the Ramada Inn, and we spent the night. We opened the door and guess what? A rabbit. The farmhouse directly across the street has a giant rabbit. Made out of marble stone planted in the front yard direct to our hotel room. Oh my gosh. We're looking at each other. Is this happening? How <sighs> gonna have a damn rabbit? Right. In hotel in Backwoods, Virginia. Right. right. Just stuff constant. Constantly stuff like that. And then I meet you. I'm Amazing. Looking at Instagram. I said, look at this. This chick's famous. It's not only rabbit, it's Rachel Rabbit. Right. Oh. Yes. And your name's Nicole, so I had to have you on the show. <laughs> Amazing, yeah. That's Good. so cool. I wish my I wish the thing wasn't still frozen so I could show you the the bunnies. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we'll do this again, you know. We can do this again. I have some guests on a lot. So. Yeah, because, like, um, because, yeah, I just, like, yesterday even, after um, after I was running some errands, or I was in the middle of running some errands, and I'd been, like, you know, I don't know, kind of singing along with, like, my favorite, um, like, God, Christian album, whatever, slash favorite album, and, um. And like, I end up backing up and I hear this big crunch and I thought, oh my gosh, like I hit this, you know, there's like a, an F-150 like on the other side of my car. And I thought, okay, well, you know, my car is probably toast because the F-150 is like a solid chunk of metal. And I, but I'm like, I just, I'll get out and I'll see and nothing, like there was nothing on either vehicle. And it's like, like, but it's impossible because, you know, I'm like driving a Prius that's like plastic. So, <laughs> you know, you, you sneeze on it and it's going to get like a dent. But I don't know, maybe like the Jesus be a fence around me song was on or something. But I was just like, auto angels, like coming in. Well, I've, I've learned, see, I've never heard that auto angels before. Yeah, I don't think it's a. I I made it up. I don't know that anybody else uses it. You just gave me a, a new one. That's do you, do you pray the rosary? Yes. Yeah, I started praying the rosary a lot after I met with Mary. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite mystery? The glorious ones. Yeah, that's the yeah. Right, right word comes out of the tomb and then just- uh yes and then it's the the queenship of mary and the assumption of mary is like the the fourth and the fifth mystery why do uh some people say why would they think that it would be wrong to have a conversation with jesus's mama wait why would why would people say that it's wrong yeah, I mean, you live in Chicago. I live in Alabama. Okay, up in Chicago, uh-huh. it's no big deal. Oh no, there, no, there's. It's God. There's no God up here. There, it's like right. secular zombie town here. They don't even. Well, no, sorry. If you says if you was to say you prayed to Mary, for oh, anybody, I see. They're gonna give you a, 
a beat down. A yes. Beat. Wow, really a beat down. Well, they hate Mary down here. They hate. Oh her. my gosh, no way. They do. Um, See, I think that's like the devil, frankly, like demonic stuff, like getting in in people's, you know, in like in between people's faith. Because how can you? have something against the vessel that carried and, and brought the Lord and savior, uh, you know, to earth, like. They put I mean, her color and she just made her. She just, oh. God use any old one. She just, I hear people. She's just another dead woman in need of a savior and all this stuff. And, you know, you wouldn't even talk. To your about your friend's mother that way, let alone Jesus' mm -hmm. mom. You wouldn't say right. you're just another dead woman. Why are you crying? Right, right. Crazy. But you'll call Jesus' mom an old sinner, dead sinner woman. Yeah, that the hatred yeah. that you are not of God to hate her that right. much to call her names. Wow, really? That's crazy. Yeah. I, I've, I heard it today. See, sometimes, uh, Nicole, I don't always respond out of charity. Right, it's hard. People tell me, you know, this guy today, I had a, um, I posted a video of the Lamb of God with blood coming out of the womb. It's a, you know, Jesus' mm -hmm. Lamb. And he says, is that another one of your idols you kiss? Oh, my gosh. You know what I told him to do? Dying a fire, <laughs> I told him to, you know, f off, right? The same thing I would say if someone mocked my wife in my presence, mocked my mother, I would tell him to mm -hmm. go in. If I didn't slap the dog piss out of him, it was someone online, it was like, um, yeah, a, yeah. yeah I, and that's all I could do is tell him to go f himself, yeah. Then I went and looked at his picture on his profile picture. He got all this weird pagan crap on his neck, right? Of course, right. You're, you're criticizing me? Yeah. But they got a, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world statue with blood coming out. Jesus, yeah. God takes away sins. And you're ridiculing me? Right. Or some kind of pagan crap and got a cigarette dangling out of your mouth because you're too, you know, you're still smoking in 2023. Right. You go to a doctor and you're criticizing me about Mary and about Jesus being the Lamb of God. Yeah. So I get right back to him because I look at it like these people aren't on my website to get saved. They're there right. to persecute and they're the devil. Yeah. So when people come at me against Mary, or the sacraments, I go right back at them because they're not there to get saved. They're there to uh, persecute. I'll persecute mm -hmm. them. So. And disturb your peace and take you away yeah. from your, your mission and your yeah. message. I was all happy and praying my rosary. And he says, you, you know, they say you're talking to some dead woman. Oh, my gosh. Which tells me they don't believe in resurrection. They don't believe in life right. after death. Right, I, yeah. A dead woman if she's alive. And how do you know she can't hear my prayers? Have you been to heaven? Right. Have you been dead? They don't even know anything. They're, they're, they're talking about things they know nothing about. But Nicole, your mom died when she was 17. When you were 17, your mother yeah. died. Do you mm -hmm. think 
that I would say something derogatory and hurtful about your mother. No, never. But they'll they'll do it all day long about Jesus's mom with, right. with venom in their voice. Oh. You know, and you so. know, and and you know, her name was Mary Jo. Is Mary Jo my mom? Yeah. Hmm. So it's like. Okay, when she passed, you know, you know, some people will say that they, uh, when their loved one passed, they felt like I've I've heard this about mothers before, that they could uh, smell their mom's perfume or body powder, or they could feel them sit down on the bed or touch them a certain way. Did you have anything like that? That physical happen? Yeah, there's. I think I've had like the smell thing happen that that happened more with my um, my grandma, my my favorite grandma person of all time is Grandma Barb. And there was like a few times that I kind of smelled like her house. You know, she had like like cedar closets and like, you know, just that kind of certain smell in the house from from the wood and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know. I, I see her like in in my kids and like in my sister's kids and stuff like that. And I feel like even those are like, you know, messages coming through of like, you know, like it's like we're we're carrying on, you know, even if it's just in a different way. Like Yeah. Cause, you know, her her spirit her energy you know is is a quarter of of our kids yeah you, you just remind me of something nicole talking about your mom okay where did you stay at there in palooza i was at um the hilton garden which was uh in uh tuckahoe i think it's called pretty man about that is some yeah right it's like it was like 20 minutes i couldn't yeah i yeah i know yeah that's where i was we stayed in that little town that starts with the m it's a weird sound like mondalithanian or something you know what i'm talking about was that like south um i don't know it was south but it's a nice right next to hooters and hey but the name of the town is weird, like Monolithium, Virginia. Mm-hmm. Monolithium. I'm not sure. Check this out. So Brian booked us this hotel a while back, right? Mm-hmm. Being the nerd that I am, I Googled the town because I want to know about the town because I'm looking for auto angels and sign <laughs> Godwin. I right. Googled I found out there was an indie movie made about the town by a guy in Hollywood that grew up there. Like, Indiana, what, like Indiana Jones? Yeah. Guess what oh, the no, movie no, no, no. The, the logo for the movie about the town. He made a movie about the oh, town. Uh-huh, mm-hmm, yeah. Take a guess what the logo of the movie is. A rabbit. A rabbit. No way! A rabbit. A rabbit. We're staying in that exact town, that hotel, all this stuff going. It's just like that Palooza thing was powerful. It, yeah. A lot of people heard from God at Palooza. Totally. And we just kept following these little signs and stuff 
to a town called Boone. You ever heard of Boone, Carolina? I I have from you. I saw it on your stories. I'm totally down. We need to invade that place. You know, the liberals invaded Asheville and took it over. Right. It's, it's, you know, they got the ho homeless stuff, the woke city, the uh, city of refuge, homeless camp. Oh, yeah. Okay. And why can't Catholics do the same thing, go just take over some town that's beautiful? Seriously. Seriously. Yeah. I'm down. But, totally. I, I could do two hours on things we saw in Boone that just come out of God is the only explanation. It was just everywhere we went, you know, stuff. Yeah. Connected to uh, the church and my family and all that. So I'm glad I met you, but I don't think I actually met you till I got back. Yeah. I don't think I, I was, um, I spotted Brian like a ways, whatever, you know, from like where I was at the table, but I didn't get to catch up with him. And maybe, maybe I saw a little, was the was the arm wrestle like by the food trucks or no? Yeah, I know that was you, but yeah. I, I don't know if I I got to see that. But yeah, it was like blacked we, we must have just passed by each other. Yeah, I blacked out. I got heat, heat stroke, heat something. Oh no, dude, man, that dude, that was like arm wrestling a fire hydrant. Okay, because I'm like, <gasps> and he's like this. Oh no. <laughs> If you watch, you know they they put it on the on the uh, video, the thing, the promo. But I'm like, yeah. and he's going, <laughs> and he's, his, his name's Chris, Chris, Chris Saint Clair. Do you know him? No, I I mean, I'm I'm I think we're Instagram friends now. Yeah, but but I I don't think I got to meet him, meet him there. But I think I saw him. I threw up like a like a. Oh no. I don't drink. I threw my guts up all the way to the auditorium. <gasps> and then oh, no. I fell on the floor and blacked out for like two hours. Oh, my gosh. I went back to the hotel where everybody else had a good time. So, yeah. So you're going next year? Oh, definitely. I packed up early when, when I was there, too, because I just... You know, yeah, I was so hot. Like I was, like you, outside all day. Brutal um, hot. I didn't know it got hot in Virginia, man. I'm from Alabama, where everybody has heat stroke. You know. Yeah. And and I had people, my Yankee friends. He better. Uh -huh. Hey, cause it's gonna be hot as Cuba. That's what someone said. It's gonna be a. Cuba. You're crazy. I'm from Alabama. How <laughs> about dying in that heat up there? Yeah. Still sweat. My cloth, my mama, I could rip I had to change twice before yes. the show. Yes. Oh I, I yeah. When I left I, I had to change because I was like just dripping. Did, did you hear uh the band Hallowed? No, I didn't get to hear like see any anybody, but I've been playing everybody's music. Yeah, I, I forget what Margaret's band is called, but uh she is was it like Margot Knapp or something? I don't know. Not, no, something like that. Mm. I, I hate that because I uh, I was the first. She come up to my table and, and hugged me and said, Catholic for rednecks. And I didn't oh, know. Oh, where who, was your table? Yeah. I didn't know who she was. I said, you got time for an interview? Because huh? I find that pretty was well, somebody, you know, with all the blonde hair uh -huh. and all 
or Luke and all. So she said, yeah, let's go to the VIP. So I, I went to the VIP room oh, and yeah. Uh, yeah, did an interview with her. And, um, but my, my son, Brian, you know, he's got all these Catholic guys he's talking to all the time. Yeah. You hear names, but you don't put the names with the band, with the content. And then you yeah. find out sometimes they're all the same person. Mm, right. Dude and Hallow, they got, you know, the, he looks like Robert Plant with black hair from Led Zeppelin. So it was black hair. Mm hmm. I didn't know he was haloed. And I didn't oh. know my, my son's friend. I just thought he was a rocker dude. Oh, no kidding. I didn't even know his name. Right. Rocker dude, hugging, then, you know, players up on the stage, you know, doing his hair. So yeah. I just, what I want to do, see, they were talking last night about where to hold the next one, okay? The next Palooza. Mm hmm. And Happening, boom. And one reason for boom is it don't get hot there. The, oh, they, no? have, they have a microclimate the same oh. as State Maine or Quebec. Really? And they get 30 something inches of snow every winter. Oh my gosh. The temperature was only 93 in history. Whoa. It was in the 60s while we were there. It's in the 60s every night in the 50s, you know, so there's no humidity. And wow. like in a bowl, you know, this little mm -hmm. town in a bowl of mountains, I think it would be neat if we went down and just took it over. Just take it over. Yeah. Have you and, looked and, at the real estate? Yeah. I'm a realtor. Oh, nice. Yeah. I've already been looking. Yeah. Afford, but maybe five of us together could. Right, right. Build a compound have the FBI come all their time. But, hey, but, I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll be the David crush figure. <laughs> can you, can you do us a favor and tell us where you're, how we can get in touch with you with your resurrection rabbit page on Instagram? Yeah, please. Yeah. Um, so it's resurrection rabbits on Instagram. Um, and I also have a TikTok that I don't, I haven't really, done so much with yet um but instagram's the main place i have a facebook also that's resurrection rabbits um that's like a business page and a personal page that are both the same so i think it's it's findable if you just put it in the, the little search bar i will put your link in thank this you okay okay now, the reason i do youtube is it's easy to load to spotify and apple and the other oh. okay you can't do that with instagram because now they're they're tagged you, you know when you do a tiktok it they stamp tiktok on it right right so now when you run your tiktok thing over on your instagram or facebook page they're going to punish you oh really company on their site so they're going to push down your views on purpose oh to do it on YouTube, there's no stamp that says YouTube. I got on the, you. On the, so I can take this all footage, shoot it through TikTok, Apple, or anything else, Facebook, and be, and I won't be penalized. So when you go from platform to platform, remember that because they're changing the rules. Thank you. And yeah. 
it can be the difference between resurrection rabbit getting 500 views and 5 million views. Yeah. Brian, Brian got 9 million views on one of his posts the other day. 9 million views. Wow. Bang post on my page. It got like 11 views. Wow. What? Because, because of, of like the pen, because they're punishing you. Yeah. Cause he has an Instagram, you know, the little Instagram emblems in the, bottom of his meme because he posted oh, them. So mm-hmm. you take and you run it through TikTok or Facebook and they get mad because they don't want you putting Instagram's billboard right because mm-hmm. they're afraid you're going to leave and go over there to TikTok for the rest of the day that's right we- Edgar that's so you, yeah. you can't cross post no more wow well that's so, good to know yeah because you're going to be you're going to do real good because I think uh, that your rabbit thing is going to breed like a bunch of rabbits. Yeah, I hope so. I like talking to other people in the area, like breeders, they like haven't even been able to keep their bunnies like for their families or food. They've, they've just been selling them because I think a lot of people are kind of thinking along the same lines, like get some chickens, get some rabbits, or if you can't get chickens, then definitely get rabbits. Oh, the, the thing to, to um, process them, by the way, but I didn't get to tell you, it's called the hopper popper. Hopper popper. Yeah. The hopper popper. It's like, uh, it, it, it is like a clean, easy version of, of the neck cervical, like dislocation, whatever it's officially called that, um, like offs them really easily, like breaking their neck but it's like a little stainless steel. It's like a stainless steel, um, I don't know, kind of a hook thing that you like put the little bunny's head inside and then you like pull on their feet like real fast. And then, you know, they're in heaven. <laughs> I know, I know. Gonna eat your bunny rabbit? I know. And, and it's so funny because my, my car guy, like my, my, the service guy at the dealership, right? Like who I, I talked to, you know, to whatever, when I schedule my oil change, he like grew up in like central America, not central, central Illinois slash like St. Louis on a farm and like raised or not raised, but like hunted, you know, rabbits and processed rabbits and all this other stuff. I was like, Chip, you have to like teach me how to process these, <laughs> but um, not yet. Uh, okay. I got a good friend that is a homesteader, Catholic, Catholic, you know, Latin mass homesteader. Hey, Edgar, I hope our pets are in heaven too. I really Yeah, do. me too. I mean, God surely knows when you love someone you want to and he ain't as heinous people think. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um anyhow my friend, her name's Lindsay, okay? And she don't do YouTube or Instagram, but she she does the rabbit thing. Mm-hmm. And when she can keep her dogs from mauling up their rabbits and they breed mm-hmm. them and eat them. And I'm gonna uh, send her, I'm gonna send you guys your stuff each other's stuff. Maybe Yeah. Maybe, uh, you know, BFFs or something. Yeah, that's awesome. Where does she live? She lives in Florida. And a uh, hardcore Catholic girl. And uh, I'm going to have her moving up to 
to Boone. To Boone, yeah. yeah but I, want to take it over. I want to take it over. Yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll put all your I'll put your links on this YouTube because my wife's my wife's calling me. Oh yeah, no problem. Yeah, we're She's almost a, an hour. Yeah, but I love you. I really do. You're amazing, John. I love you too, and you've been such a blessing. And like, I'm I'm really glad we got to connect and chat. Well, I'm gonna. And next time it won't, you know, like we won't have it frozen and I can like show you Regina and Ronnie. <laughs> we'll do that real soon, okay? Okay. Thanks so much. Enjoy I'll your day. A, a prayer for your mom at mass, because I know she's alive, okay? Thank you. I will too for your kids. Thank you Thank so much. You. Thanks, Nicole. Take it easy. Bye. Bye bye.